At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. It's eight o'clock on a cold February morning, and Fatima Mansions is on the move. <laughs> Watch, Eddie. <laughs> Do you want to go fourth or second to fourth or fourth or fifth or sixth? Did I get the chance? I see what way he's on me. Oh, you're the hand you here. Second box. And Dan and her son Glenn and her 65 boxes are wrapped up and ready to go. They start on Monday morning. There were seven moves Monday, seven Tuesday, seven Wednesday. No, they're out the back window. Seven today. Four tomorrow. Oh my God! What is in your boxes? <coughs> oh, your stuff. Your whole life. My whole life oh is in them boxes. Oh my God! How many years have you oh. been living in Fatima again? All my life. All your life. I'm not telling you how long. I'm not telling you my age. <laughs> oh, I told you I was actually born in the flat upstairs. Remember I told you? Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Well, how old are you? Twenty-nine. She's very young, isn't she? Yeah. Do you want to see? 69. No, yeah. They let me heat in an old one else, so. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because they were on the gas carts. So oh, I said, I'm nice. not buying and then walking out and leaving us all. So when did you gas run out? I ran this morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had a time to well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that means to be before I start the truck. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Ah, yes. Don't have to wait till 5 o'clock. No. Are you excited? How long have you been living here? Ten years. Ten years? Nearly what? Nearly eleven. What's the best thing about going into the house? Because uh, you get a back garden and uh, uh, what's it called? An attic. An attic? Oh yeah. Why? What can you put in the attic? All your Christmas stuff and all that you're not using. Because you don't have anywhere to put it here? No. So I look around at all the boxes and say, where did I get the room for know, all that yeah, stuff? Yeah. It's amazing, isn't, isn't it? This? Yeah. <laughs> I was nearly crying yesterday. I kept running out, you know, no, I'm not doing any more, not doing any more. <laughs> and my sister came over to help me. Oh, so. did she, yeah? Yeah, so she'll be over this morning as well to oh, give me a she, hand, yeah. yeah. Have you seen your back garden yet? No. No, he hasn't seen the house at all. Only the from the outside, no. haven't you? From the corner. What yeah. do you think? It looks I nice. saw it for you. 
Yeah, yeah. And that was on. Remember the day I went over, took pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see now. Yeah. Other than that, he hasn't been in near. Yeah. So are you going to be sad then? I don't know. Uh, last night now I was, but I couldn't sleep. I've got enough out of bed. And coughing and coughing. Coughing and coughing. I ended up coughing that much, I ended up getting sick and everything. <laughs> I was sitting there at well, four o'clock this morning watching some stupid game show on the telly. <laughs> couldn't go to sleep. So. You were excited then? Yeah. So. I think when they start taking me stuff now, really here and then, you know. So. My sister now, she'll probably sob when she comes over now. Oh, really? Where, where, where is she living at the She time? lives in Fingless. Oh, okay. She, well, she lives over here, you know, and she should, last night she's going, it'll be the last time I've walked down these stairs in the night, and you know, because I think it's the fact that my ma lived here as well, we were all born yeah. here, you know. Ring, I'm a I have to move me back for you. <laughs> so it, that's Ma, can I put this off on my bed? Yeah, you can put it where you want. My suitcase, Rachel. Oh, yeah. I kept saying about my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> well, when many blocks is it? Fifteen. Fifteen blocks. blocks. Originally fifteen blocks. Originally fifteen blocks, and mm. how to describe it? Fifteen blocks, and some of the blocks had twenty-six flats, and the blocks some of them had twenty-eight. Three bankers. Three bankers. Three stories. Three, yeah. mm. um, no, he. <laughs> 15 blocks. There was, there was originally 15, 15 blocks. Then, then, then they would have knocked M for the football pitch. Yeah. yeah. So if you were coming in off the loo, well, the canal, as we it's call it, we know it by the canal, you'd have was it five on one side, yeah. four, you'd have four, four here. Six, six here. on this side. Six in the middle. In the middle. Mm. And then over the far side, you would have had one block standing on its own. Mm. Then you'd have and then two. Train them walking down for the football pitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then in the, heart of the, in the heart of the flat complex, when it was built, there was, you know, where, where we're talking to you today, there was a number of shops. Yeah. So yeah. there were yeah, fair few shops. shops yeah. So in terms of what those shops were around, there was... Yeah, there was a... Cold there shop. There was a cold shop. There was a butcher's. Cold, grocery. Grocery shop. There was, we had a chipper. Chipper. Yeah. That the chipper would have been at the yeah, end. Down the, there, where the statue, where the statue was, originally was. There's a chipper. Oh, um, Music stairs. No shop on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So that's where everything we had. Butchers. Oh, we had a chemist. Chemist. Yeah. Chemist over there. We had everything. Just in terms of the new development, um, there's there's two hundred and twenty social and public uh, housing units. There's three. There's three hundred and um, three hundred ninety five private apartments. There's going to be retail shops. There's going to be a, a, a purpose-built neighbourhood facility, which which you mentioned in terms of house all the key community projects, in terms of uh, digital centres, um, education training projects, employment uh, uh, opportunity spaces, as well as there's going to be some retail uh, space. There'll be 500 square metres of retail community enterprise space. There'll be a purpose-built creche that will house hold up to 75 children. Um, so. And what the main feature will obviously be the whole physical layout of the plan, which will promote, you know, physical, to attempt the physical plan with most uh, social integration, um, which will be a key feature. So, um, what's the biggest thing about moving now? Where are you like, what do you have to get used to? Upstairs. Because I never had an upstairs, so my nerves probably be gone. I'll hear the noise upstairs and I'll be saying, what's that? 
I'd probably, I'd probably be cleaning downstairs and forget I have enough steps. <laughs> you think there's a burglar upstairs? Yeah. Oh. And like getting used to the different sounds and all that, you know. So. And I'm glad there's nobody over us. Oh yeah, no nobody. Do you think you'll be able to sleep then tonight? I'd say I'll sleep tonight now because I'd probably be exhausted. Tomorrow night now, I don't know. That's what I said. It'd be the first time I'll have credit in my phone all the time. <laughs> I got the Oh, what's that? There's an eyes. What's that? <laughs> We're ringing people. There's somebody on me back in. <laughs> it is a big difference, though. Yes. Not to get used to. Yeah. Now, a block of flats was knocked down. What block was that? Um. And was knocked down in the mid '80s as part of a refurbishment program here. And um, that refurbishment program. Um, well, you know, created a, a great sense of optimism and hope. Um, it quickly failed, um, in as much as that there was no social infrastructure put in to, you know, to deal with the, the chronic social problems that that prevailed at that particular time. Um, the block of flats that was knocked down was was highly problematic. Uh, yeah. It'd be fair to say there was a significant concentration of uh, criminal activity. Um, um, because, reality speaking, the drug situation didn't really get a grip on this community until the mid-1980s. Um, criminality was, was went hand-in-hand hand with poverty from the early 1970s. But, uh, reality speaking, 1995, what happened was a group of concerned individuals with the support of, of community groups and we had to came together to make sense of the madness. And it was on that basis that they had four key objectives, which was to get jobs, employment opportunities, get treatment centres and stuff like that. And that happened. That was really positive. So what I'm saying is, that was the beginning of it. And then in 1997, there was a big Halloween event here. And a lot of people would say that was the turning point. And then people got involved. The idea has been running summer projects and has been involved in the educational projects. So I mean, they can only speak for themselves. But that was the beginning of, of something different. But reality speaking, it's only the last three years, I think, that people are actually beginning to see the physical changes. Mm. Because we lost a lot of people along the way in terms of they couldn't wait any longer. Like, you didn't believe it was going to happen. Didn't believe yeah. it happened. But what, at least what happened was with the community service in terms of employment, education type initiatives, they did they did create a space where well, Anne and Deirdre are probably diehards and never leave this community. It did create a space where people who were probably undecided, almost the undecided voters, <laughs> stayed. Yeah. And that was really important. Because now people have a vested interest in, in wanting to stay and make it work. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be rosy in the garden yeah, in five yeah. years' time, but it does create a, a, a community that wants to stay and wants to be here and, and, and to live together. So, relatively speaking, it's been 10 years, but in the last three years, things have been really moving with the demolition and the refurbishment, sorry, the demolition and the, the handover of new houses. I mean, the quality of the houses and the sense of hope mm. is now, you know, it's, it's probable like. The whole community is still staying together, so. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have the balconies, though. No. Yeah. Probably miss me balcony, <laughs> hanging over. I suppose you can hang out the windows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hanging over the balcony. It'd be weird, walking out of your hall door, no balcony there. <laughs> oh, yeah. we will get used to it. Do you think, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. 
Um, they're across the road. They're doing me next. Yeah, Rachel <laughs> from RTE. <laughs> right, so I'll see you in a few minutes. Well, I'll see you in a few minutes. Right, bye, 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 bye. My sister, she's stuck in Finglas. She said, I'm sitting here, we're going nowhere to traffic. So, what was your first date that you were given? Uh, th I think that was second of uh, second of November. And what happened? They weren't ready, so there was no way they could move us in. Then they gave us a. Uh, I think I was to move on the 16th of December, and then remember the ESB and that wasn't ready, so we got put back again till today. And I was up to yesterday, I kept saying, "Are you going to tell me I'm not going?" Because <laughs> I even said to Mary, I said, I said, now tell me now if, I'm not, if it's not going to be ready. Do you think you won't believe it until they come up here? Start I know, now I know because, like, the other one, even on Monday I said, well, I definitely know. I didn't move on. <laughs> yeah. So. But still, you know, the way it's still a thing, I've got something wrong with mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to be getting disappointed, yeah. like, so it's, yeah. yeah. I tell you, I'd say I'll move in, you can walk around me. <laughs> so I suppose to the average the listener, when they hear about Fanamar and places like that, they always think of poverty and drugs and crime. But I can tell you, like, if you're young and you're 18 and 19, you tell you it's a great bit of crack. And that may sound hard for people to understand who, you know, can see only negatives. Yeah, like we, even there was only had a conversation last week yeah. about coming through here at three o'clock in the morning, you, you wouldn't um, it wouldn't bother me walking through here at three. Maybe that's because I know everybody here anyway, you know what I mean? But I always felt safe. Mm. Or I always felt if anyone was at the doors or anything, you could... I mean, you still leave... Um, I still leave my door open. Because it's the people that are beside as well, you know? <laughs> I just want just... As I said, it's the people and it's the closeness in, in everybody in here. Like, everybody looks out for each other. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, we are. We were talking. We were talking about a particular time. Yeah. You no, know, I think it's part. Not yeah. the eighties was was, was yeah. grim. The nineties was grim. As much as while there was, mm. while there was the economy was um, beginning to take off, and as much as the Celtic toil and all the opportunities that that, that presented, like Father Man, the nineties was was bad as it was in the eighties. But over the last ten years, to be fair to say, you know, yeah. even now there's a big waiting list for people to come back to living yeah. here. These offices are. Constantly pounding in, in terms of people, who both in terms of the affordable housing scheme, um, or come back to live mm -hmm. here. Now, I think that's a testament to the hard work that that all of us have been involved in, and all the various partners, including the council and yeah. um, and the the, the 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 guards and public representatives as such. Um, so, I mean, I think it's, it was a, it's a bleak time, but there are smaller. There are obviously the population has dwindled and dropped, and that's a reality. Um, I mean, people who came to live here. Um, you know, they came here because in terms of opportunity, local authority house, very limited numbers. So it's usually a dumping ground. Thing yeah. people would say, wouldn't it be? Yeah. So if you look at you look at now the likes of the Anns and Deirdre and people like that, people would never, um, like Deirdre, the flats are going to be in falling around Deirdre and Anne and people like that. I do your hearts, you'd never leave, and people find that hard to understand. No, but that's that's a reality. That's yeah. a reality of of, of people are growing because it's a brilliant location, yeah. brilliant people. You know, safe. 
Are you leaving your kettle? No, nah, that's oh, the old one. I have my new one packed, so I'm taking that so when we get over. So when we get over, we'll be able to have a cup of tea when I'm waiting on the stuff to come over. That's why I didn't pack my tea bags or that, and I said, I'll have to leave them out. Yeah. <laughs> no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have picked your toaster. Why? Because then you can make someone a toasty. Yeah. This is um, actually his third flat to live in. Really? Yeah, because... When I had Glen Forest, I lived in Jagger. I lived in J Block. Then I moved from J over to R, and then I came back to H where I originally came from. Why did you so move to R? Sorry. Why did you move to R? Why? Yeah. Because there was an awful lot of um, drug dealing now going on in these two blocks at the time. So I moved over to R, and then I, when I moved over to R, my me, me mother moved out. She moved up to Crumlin. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And where did she move? Just she just. Like, she was fed up in the flats and all that, but she should have never moved. She was too old moving. She was 70 when she moved. And Your nanny. Why was she lonely <coughs> up in Crumlin? Yeah, she was very lonely when really? she moved up then, yeah. Mm, mm. She couldn't get used, because she never lived in a house either, and she couldn't get used to, you know, so... Really? Mm. Why, was it too big, or...? No, she found it very lonely, because she used to be able to come out on the balcony, or, and then she just called down the block, and when the kids were in the shop for her, she felt like she was... She felt as if she was in the middle of nowhere and she was only up the road. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. She was saying she doesn't see anybody. She kept saying, I have a six-foot wall in front of me, I have a six-foot wall behind me, I might as well be locked up. <laughs> Feels as if I'm in prison. <laughs> I suppose I got a bit frightened when the, when the drugs, because when I started having kids, and I was, um, because I would have been born over one part of the flats, but I raised my kids over another part. But it only really started to bother me then when the kids started growing up you were getting nervous and frightened that's where I come from it was mad because I used to I wouldn't let them come over this side and this is where I was born but it was because there were so many things happening over here but there was an awful lot of strangers coming in and out that you wouldn't know do you know what I mean it would have been H and J was very bad at that time and then mm. just all stand out with the shops and all I actually I lived in J yeah. block at that time mm. Mm. when the drugs were there <laughs> and it was very bad like mm. how did it what did you think about it then I mean, did, did you did you notice it yeah, said not to. <laughs> that's sitting on the stairs and Yeah, sitting on the stairs and having to get past them. Like, people you knew, you could say to them, you move out of the way, and they'd move. But the ones you didn't, that's when you'd become frightened, you know. You ask them to move and they wouldn't move for you, you know. Heroin, heroin was, the, was, the, was, was a drug that was... Didn't just devastate Falmah, devastated other areas, um other flat complexes in the inner city, um, parents, and we all, in terms of us growing up here, um, you, either, you either got sucked into the drugs culture or you didn't. Relatively speaking, um, like air ones and stuff we played, but you were plenty to go on the voluntary youth clubs playing football, having a bit of crack, mm. doing what teenagers did at that particular time. But obviously, you know, you leave school at 15 or 16, you get a job. Some of us didn't. I don't know what happened to you. She was up to Dover. That was Anne that was up to Dover. <laughs> no, but some people... I knew you'd know it was yours. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up together and we grew up in terms of hung around local clubs and stuff. We were all 15, 16. Like, and none of our parents... I mean... None of our parents knew what, what, what drugs. I mean, generally, you know, if you, if, you, if you lived around here, you generally got a job in the construction site. That was, yeah. your, that was your lot, really. I saw a factor for yeah. women. Mm. All of your family, my family, worked mm. in, 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 in those families. Jack Tewies and... What was the other one down in... Um, Beltrams. Pa no, Patrick's. 
Cardiff Park. That was um, Glenavy, was it? Glenavy. Glenavy. So, so in terms of the gender, was that's that's the way the scheme of things There'd was. There'd be a lot of the women walking James's husband as well. Yeah. See, there was not the what maybe alien to the outside world. Uh, what went down here was very normal. Yeah. Like it's, it's where you live. It's what you what you value. What you it's your basically your culture. Yeah. So like what may seem fairly alien or extreme to the outside world in terms of what goes on here would be perfectly normal. Mm. Um. Now it might, when it got to the stage when it became, you know, when it was there was the concentration of 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 you know heroin that mm. became a problem as much as what was the fabric of walking staying together began to you know you began to lose that in some ways but generally speaking as we said earlier on if you're a younger person we were all growing up it was a bit of crack I know that sounds wild but it was it was exciting yeah. you'd see like, there used to be community meetings in, 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 in Rialto <laughs> I'm used to go pacing around and stand in the back of the hall and we go it was getting thrown out telling <laughs> And it was great learning in that. Like for, yeah. for, for me, saying as growing up, I never thought I'd be doing community work, and, you know. But in terms of how that all happened and how how the state, particularly, you know, the broadcast broadcast was communicated and um, what was going on in the mid eighties in relation to concerned parents and misrepresenting yeah. the, that that particular movement, and as much as saying it was infiltrated, which was really nonsense. Um, <laughs> my mother could be considered as a paramilitary, <laughs> but certainly. Um, they were already mothers and fathers um, were trying their best to sort to help us but when I was growing up as I said in Deirdre and others we didn't have um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was great it was exciting it was you know this was a bit of crack but to some degree opportunities weren't really there yeah. I mean either I got your job in a building site or, or you got your, your sister got a job in a factory those obviously those opportunities began to to dry up yeah. So you either emigrated, as I said, to Jersey, or you, you know you played football and, and did bits and pieces. and made a few quid and stayed in the scratch and had a few quid and got boy, and that's that's what happened. <laughs> well, I never said in the scratch and had a few quid. <laughs> 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 no, but that's what happened. And I mean, services made a difference in in the in the, the mid eighties coming in. I mean, the new project in Rialto has been going since nineteen eighty one. Yeah. I got involved in them. Um, when Ronald Reagan came here, which would have been probably 1986, I know when the whole, you know, everything was great in Ireland, he was coming down to see leprechauns down the Limerick River where he went. Um, <laughs> you should have just gone to the back and see him. There was a few small leprechauns So, like, I mean, the reception of Ireland in, in, in the 80s to in America and all mm. that was, was obviously clouded by heroin and, and the problems that existed in this, in this particular community. So, to be honest with you, um, you know, things have radically changed. Change, Ireland yeah. has changed. I mean, attitudes Ireland has changed. Change, attitudes yeah. have changed. There's more opportunities there. But there's no getting away from the fact that there's, where the population here has dropped, regrettably so, people have moved on and people, have, you know, bar houses over here. Relatively speaking, the people, the ones who've stayed here, I believe that with the level of resources and efforts that are going in here, we can break, we can break the long-term cycle of unemployment and, and dependency on, on, on you know, welfare and, and, and drug use. I really yeah. believe you can do that. And was there a caretaker here when you were growing up? Yeah. yeah. They, used to, they used to live here in one of the hills. Yeah, Mr. Dell. Mr. Dell and me. Yeah. yeah. We, like, if you cut your trunk paper on the ground or on, I tell you, your, your year, <laughs> your man marks yeah. up. Like, you, you really kept a close eye on him. There was a kind of stronger state management approach, wasn't yeah. there? Like, yeah. you know, between him and him. Um, I think it was the personality as well, because yeah. he was really strict. 
you know, really. And then he'd be dying to get out of his pints as well. Everyone, yeah, fit. He'd make a show of you actually if you yeah. put paper on the ground, like he'd make a show of you in front of everybody. So then you just read your life as yours. Or then he'd bring up your ma or, yeah. you know. And what would she do? Just the clout around the year. <laughs> <laughs> but like the women in them days took really proud yeah. of the, like even washing the stairs, stairs and everything, the you know what I mean? It's gas like when you think about all that. Do you remember the Granny Roach? Do you remember the Granny Roach? Oh man wrote it. Yeah. Like his his mother, she used to always go out for a few drinks on a Saturday afternoon, mm. wouldn't she? And then she'd come home from the pub and she'd yeah, make a big, big pot, pot of collar and a big pot of ribs. Yeah. So then all the men and women, men coming in that night from the pub, she'd be standing yeah, out at the shop. So all the men, you know, the like Sound Glock is not there, standing. Oh, yeah, she'd yeah. bring them out with a bowl of ribs or a bowl of collar. They wouldn't say it was gas. Every Saturday night she'd done that. Sunday morning, a bowl of cuddle. Oh no, she sent a bowl, like, she always sent a little small bowl of cuddle over to the men with the hangovers. Yeah, Sunday morning. She always sent that over. She'd look in the block and she'd say, Who's out the ladies last night? <laughs> <laughs> Who come in singing? <laughs> the Granny Roach, we, as we know her, as. She, she's not dead, I like dead. I don't think she's. She meant to be Our son is still actually here. She was a real lady, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a real age. She was a lovely woman, she was. There's a good lot of women over there, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Miss Maloney and Miss yeah. Duff. Yeah. These are all large families, like, yeah. we're, we're living here, like, so. Yeah. Probably looked out for one another. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was near where people were coming from. People were coming from, from, a lot of people came here from tenements and stuff. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's, you know, in terms of the, their own front door and toilets and stuff like that. I don't know why they never put heat in it. I'm still in, yeah, in, in mid eighties. I can't understand why central heat wasn't put into into the flats. Yeah. We got to six and a half million, a lot of money. Because the I mean, because actually that's what we asked for as well. Yeah. Was the central heat. The damp, I mean, because there was a big problem here. Yeah, damp was over the last couple yeah. of years. I don't think we could. I don't think whether people would have. I mean, if people had said they wanted the flats to stay when the survey was from yeah. nineteen ninety eight. Like the main factor was ill health, dampness, dampness yeah. um, chronic, chronic illness. I was all, I was all connected to living conditions. Yeah. Um, it didn't do all the flat. I lived over there. Remember, if you upstairs, like the wardrobe, if you opened the wardrobe, it was all green. Yeah. Mouldy stuff on it. I tried to put wallpaper on your stairs, remember? Kept yeah. falling back down top yeah. of us. It was particularly bad at the gable there, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was at the gable. Yeah. Remember, there was wallpaper for yeah. one day, and it was. Ground. Went down next, 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 went too expensive, wasn't it? It was too, it was too much again. They dig up yeah, the, yeah. the floorboards and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's mad. Yeah. The people who came to live here in the, <coughs> or say in the 90s, when, when there really wasn't a place to, where people wanted to come by choice, it really was your last choice on the on the housing list. Over the last couple of years, the work that we've been doing here is, you know, we've come into access, you know, the people like that who wouldn't be our fatty man rights, as yeah. you'd say, like. But basically, uh, like you've come into contact with those people, and now it's like they were all on talking terms, because a lot of people came to live here wouldn't have the same 
they're not born and reared here. There's you a lot of history. feeling. But there is that sense of change, I believe. Now, yeah, now we, you know what I mean? I think they, when we used to be saying about, uh, you know, fighting my years ago, like, they, it's, you couldn't get it through to them. Do you know what I mean? And we were saying, and, but now you can see the change, that you know that it, it is a community. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what? Glenn, you'll have to move the bike out of the way, put it back up here. Glenn, you have to, because they're bringing the boxes past. Watch, Rachel. You're next. Oh, I have to. have to move that defect Right. Where did you start? Yeah, wherever you want. Everything gone? Yeah, the salt is now. Salt is now? Yeah. Fine job. And I just want to put this in here because my sister's taking some of this stuff. Oh. In that care. Told you, Ben. <laughs> Tell Chris I'll Oh, Ben, do us a favour. Oh, shop, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's an envelope, Ben. Oh, yeah, Ben. Why can't glass out there? No, when you lift it, that glass there. Why don't you lift it then? No. No. Is it from PlayStation? Is it? I'll be not home. You'll be up your age. <laughs> I have to ask one of them to. What? This one. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do that, so I'm going to get one of them to do it from. Are you carrying that down? Yeah, I'm really down to start. Right, goodbye. Ben. Yeah. Look, what's wrong with you? Take the pair, does it? No, just this, because I have to bring the wire with me. Well, take that, leave it well, last. Okay, we'll get a hold of it, will you? Was that that heavy, Ben? Well, you have two, but they almost were as heavy as Find me gloves. <laughs> Don't keep looking at me. <laughs> oh, you're sentimental here in a minute. <laughs> Is my life gone? New life. That's it. New beginning. You okay, honey? Grant, that's me, this is the Grant. At last, are you yeah, all excited? Yeah. Oh, stop. Oh. Get my defa flyer there for me, but you took everything out. And where's, this, where's, where's the robot? They took it. And did you take the wires? The lock wires? For the curtains? Yeah. Oh, that's you them off. Yeah, you got them off. That's yours, yeah? Yeah. Finish that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a pack. Do you know what? I, the lights were blinking on the stairs last night. I said to her, they're saying goodbye to me, the blocks. <laughs> 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 She's looking at me as much as I say. Uh, two yeah. bikes outside. What? Two bikes outside. Oh, Jesus, yeah. The two bikes, Sam. Yeah, I got that one down. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, is it? What? <laughs> 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 
Oh, yeah, finish! Yeah. You chill out. I just got to the last little bag. Chill out. Just two more bags. Plastic bags. Can't forget my tool box. Um, ring them up the Only a few boxes. There, yeah. How we doing? Only a few boxes. Yeah. That's me. What? You thought you'd be crying. No. I was nearly getting to Yeah, that's it. So really, I mean, to be very honest, which is, 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 a, is a very, the, the, the housing types, as I said, is a combination of traditional type housing front and back gardens and stuff, which is, relatively speaking, significant in terms of the, the whole housing policy shift in, in, in the city. Um, there's large two-bedroom apartments. There's no one-bedroom public apartments, public units in, in, in the site. Um, so the physical place is going to really transfer, trans, transform in terms of you know, a access. Um, there's going to be pedestrianisation of, of parts of it, particularly where the shops. There's an open uh, public plaza where we hope to have civic events you know, that will promote, um, again, usage of the, of the, of the facility. So all in all, I mean, think, relatively speaking, the design is of really good standard. We had our own architectural um, and planning team that advised us throughout the whole um, negotiation and planning um, stages. And I think they did a great job as much as what we set out a number of years ago in terms of our vision, which was essentially about creating excellence. I think we've, we've managed that. <laughs> oh, you didn't put any cigarettes out on my floor? No smoking in my house. Is smoking allowed? Of course, I'm smoking a lot. I smoke myself. I don't mind. I can watch them again. Have a mop and a bucket. Do forget me, mop. Welcome to my cul de sac. Hey, <laughs> welcome to my cul de sac. Don't <laughs> Could be still a slight bit damp. Yeah, sure. I have. Um, Actually, you can see they're only yeah, after mopping. I have what you call it. I have cloths to pull up. It's so oh, up and down. Yeah. Grand. That's your guess. Is it working? It's working. It's grand. That's grand. Hey, Dorothy, you going shop? 
model of excellence. A model, international model of excellence. International model of excellence. So that's the physical uh, landscape. Joe's going to be shown the Japanese around. Yeah, yeah we always said, uh, funny enough now, years ago when Finbar Flood was the chairman of the board, uh, independent chairman, he came to meet us. Um, we, we had this kind of uh, group of local people came and, and visualised and imagined what the new fan would be. So there's always that like, joke about that we'd have Japanese uh, visitors come over and, and see what the ex what this site has looked like. But that's connected to that, that story, so they were getting off the loose. What was that? Julie story. Remember that when we That's the one. Julie story, story, which is... is actually, know. someone wrote about the future of when the hell is now. Julie's story describes the vision about that story like the Lewis going to the new tier yeah, I got to see yeah. jocks swinging out with the uh, Bill trampoline so and I think we've we've stayed firm to that particular story yeah. um, but it's, it's really it's about vision vision of the future yeah. and dreaming the 40 people up here last week in the north Oh, oh yes. In their homes again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there's directors, regular visitors. Now we haven't got the Japanese ones yet, yeah. but there's been we've had crowds from Moiros and Sligo oh. we've I mean there's, been, there's a regular Greek <laughs> Oh yeah. And there's also I mean there's a crowd that come from uh, England all the time, students, and they regularly come here from um the the the, the, the colleges of normal regeneration, the first degree course in, in England and they're regular here. But what just be great crack is the two uh, tutors they come over and every year it's nearly for their their benefit because they have so many questions and, and every year there's a different mm. slant. Oh, did you get that this year? No, we got that. Well, like last year we had to secure the social investment. We have to do this, we have to do this. And every year there's progression. But yeah, I mean, as I said, the, the facilities are second to none. The whole openness of it in terms of green space. And one of the squares actually is um, it's going to be called, the plaza, it's going to be called Brown, Brown, Square. Brown Square. And Brown Square is actually named after... A, a, a chap here who who was, who who was born and raised here. He lived in 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 B block, the A block of B block. He lived in one of the flats. G block. G block. And he was the, he was the first um, Irish UN soldier to die on duty in the Congo, and the residents here felt um, it would be a really nice gesture that the plaza would be named after after the, after Carbo Brown. So there's still a bit of renaming, there's still a bit a bit of reorientating to be done. But I do think, you know, with the levels of shops, activities, services, you know, and there's great opportunities in terms of the retail. Like, there's 500 square metres of retail space that, that this community has part of the arrangement. Now, that we could do, you know, in terms of look at how that might be done, whether it's just, you know, training people to run their own business, whether that's a good use of resources or whether we create a, a property company that might, you know, think more long-term strategy in the context of sustainability will it be yeah. the best place to live is the critical question in 20 years time yeah yeah my, my view of it is it'd be the it'd be the most successful just, try this way, just watch this space <laughs> well i do actually believe it would be the most the, the most successful regenerated um inner city development um of its time that's my personal belief in it. But I do think with the kids though as well that's coming up. Do you know what I mean? The kids that's coming up now, they have the same attitude towards living here as what we would have had growing up. So that is a good thing coming out of the kids. As they come back in 20 years and we do an interview with them because we still be here. Yeah. And you'll only be 48. 45, too. 